Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we do all things empowerment, all things empowerment, going into all parts of self, opening the doors to all parts of self, clearing out the rubble that might be preventing us from stepping into the fullness of us, um, the biggest, greatest us. Um, our truest self, our most authentic self, peeling back the layers um, to the deep, deep, true, real, authentic us. And this deep, true, real, authentic us is something we're going to explore in today's episode when we go into part two of Dancing with the Dark Masculine. Um, we're going to kick off with talking about the gift, the gift of the dark masculine as an archetypal energy and how that illuminates us, how it opens us to our truth, how it awakens certain parts of us, how it helps us to release shame and fear and any unconscious hidden blocks that are preventing us from, from stepping into what it is or the life it is or the love that it is or the relationship that it is that we truly desire that we truly long for. Um, so that's the episode today. There is a part one that came just before this and there is a plan to do a part three with Stav. So we're gonna bring in the masculine and just um, get his side of it. Ask, ask for his view on the dark masculine, ask for his view on a lot of different questions that were asked. If this is your first time coming to Rewilding and you're not already a subscriber, I would do that. And I'd simply do it because we share things with our subscribers that we only share with subscribers. For instance, our astrology report. Every month we send out an astrology report that we only share with our subscribers. It doesn't go on the blog. It doesn't go in our Facebook group. It only goes to... Um, our subscribers as a way of saying thank you for being part of the tribe. Thank you for being part of our circle. Um, thank you for being part of Rewilding. So if you're not subscribed, do that. If you go to rewildingforwomen.com, you'll see just name and email um, and you will instantly have access to the astrology reports. Also, there's a free workshop on there on the five faces of the feminine. So if that interests you, you can dive into that as well. It's, it's, an, it's just an offer for those who, um, who found rewilding and resonate with this work or resonate with um, some of the things that we talk about. Um, I would love to see you in either of those places. Okay, uh, that's enough yapping from me. Um, enjoy the episode. Part of why we're doing the Dark Masculine series right now is because Pluto, which is one of the archetypal energies in astrology, we all know the planet Pluto, or they have then decided it's not a planet. That's such Plutonian energy, right? Like the hidden, we're not even really sure what you are. Are you a planet? Are you not a planet? Um, and we just recently discovered you. That kind of explains the collective energy around Pluto, the archetypal energy around Pluto when it relates to our psyches, right? So the energy out here and planetarily is just an aspect of self. Um, and so that's that, the hidden realms, the hidden realms, I'm not even really sure what you are. Um, and we've just discovered you and you're kind of elusive to us. But to me, it's these deep realms where it's like the door is open to see things that 
we would normally never see about ourselves, right? To go into places within our psyches, within our beings that we would normally not have access to, yeah? And so the full moon um, is also energetically lining up with this um, shining a light into the depths and into the dark and into the hidden realms. Um, and that to me is just, that sings to my soul. Um, that to me is a big important piece to full empowerment um, and to coming into all aspects of ourselves, to, to fully loving ourselves, right? So to loving, loving, bringing a light to the parts of self that we find to be the most embarrassing, the most shame-filled, the parts that we have a hard time loving. Um, and for these doors to be open and these windows to be open, it's glorious. Yeah, I sometimes get deep and dark um, when we start to do some of these practices or start to go into this energy. But, but really, like, why do this? It's, it's because there's such potency in the deep and the dark. There's such magic in the deep and the dark. There's such awakening potential. There's such transformative power in the deep and the dark. Um, there's such truth. There's truth truth um, in the deep and the dark, truth about self, truth about what we want. So isn't this the most interesting thing? I always find this to be fascinating, beyond fascinating, is that we oftentimes do not know what we want. I find that to be so, like somebody asks you, you know, you're in like a vulnerable, raw, honest, open conversation with somebody and they ask you, okay, well, what is it that you want? out of this situation or if you don't love your career what do you want to do and so many times we answer with I don't know I, I don't I don't know or we answer with some sort of surface level truth that's not even true it's just bullshit um, because it's like a safe answer it's something that someone feels is acceptable right um, part of the dark masculine gift the Pluto gift, this particular energy that we're talking about, part of that gift is to open up the doors to passion, to that fire, right? So you don't talk about Pluto energy or this dark masculine energy without talking about passion, purpose, fire, like what lights you up, what what um, enlivens you, what are you passionate about? Um, Andrew Harvey, I love him. Like he has beautiful Plutonian energy of just, and he will smash you. So some call him very Kali-esque, right? So some will say he wields a Kali sword. And so very similar to Kali-esque energy is Plutonian energy, is Pluto energy, right? Hades, god of the underworld, dark masculine. Um, so there's the dark feminine and then there's the dark masculine. And so to feel into the gift of the dark masculine, it's, it's that he has this ability to penetrate, right? He, he will penetrate into your truth. He, he will take a light and like a, an eye gaze and he just penetrates into your truth, your depths, your truth your passion, your purpose, your creativity, right? Like the lower chakras where a lot of us don't want to go because there's gooey stuff there or it's sticky or it's icky or it's scary or there's grief or there's fear or there's rage or there's shame or there's blah, 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 right? Like where we stuff everything down into. Well, Pluto's like, 
is my playground. Let's get in there. Not from a place of wanting to hurt you or cause you pain or force you to see the grief or this like fucking re-traumatizing yourself. I think that's the like it's not about that. It's about let me free you. Let me show you your deepest truth and let me do it without judgment, right? So part of the gift of, of the masculine, of this dark masculine aspect, of this Plutonian aspect is let me show you what you can't see yet. Let me love with non-judgment the things that you judge the shit out of, right? So you may judge what you crave in sex. Pluto doesn't care. He loves that you love being bisexual, even though you think it's not appropriate, which by the way, like I'm not talking from any judgment here. Um, I'm simply trying to give examples, right? It's, it's the judgments we place on ourselves. Like it's not okay for me to be that, right? He loves that you may love this and it's not accepted in your family dynamic. He loves that you might love this. He has zero judgment, right? Zero, zero judgment, zero, zero. Like in fact, the almost the more wild, rebellious out there that it is, the more he loves it. Does that make sense? But he will not love it if it's fake. So it's all about truth. It's all about your deepest truth. That's the gift of the dark masculine as it is the gift of the dark feminine. It is the gift of the, I'm not gonna let you bullshit yourself. I'm not gonna let you live from a distorted place. I'm not going to let you half-ass your way through life. That's part of the gift of Pluto. I'm not gonna let you lie. I'm not gonna let you put on a fake Barbie doll smile um, and go, I'm okay. I'm okay, really, I'm, do you see like, can you feel my energy? I'm only living from this place. I'm okay, yeah, everything's really good. Yeah, it's really good. And he's like, no, 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 what's past that? Like, what's down there? What's down there? And you're like, no, 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 I wanna stay here because it's really nice and happy here. And he's like, fuck you. I'm not interested in that. I want the depths of you. I want real you. I want the fullness of your feminine. I want all of it. I want your wicked witch. I want your nasty, wild, manipulative seductress. I want her too, right? I want this creative, wild beast. I want the woman who gets muddy and like rolls in the dirt and casts spells on fairies. And I, I want all of that. I love that. I love it to a degree that you may not even be able to love in yourself yet. That's the gift of the dark masculine. That's the gift. That's the gift. That's the gift. He's also got this ability to, um, to pull out a woman's magic via that, via that energy, right? So it's also this ability to pull out your most creative potential, to see it in you and to, to penetrate it out of you. I know I'm using like raw words, but it is that, like he will penetrate it out of you. And it can be very uncomfortable, right? Because it's like, no, I see that you're an artist who loves to paint naked 
bodies. I see that in you. I see, paint it. Like, I see your gift. I see your magic. And you're sitting here going like, but what's my family going to think when I paint two naked women together? Right? But he's like, that's your magic. Like, gift the world with that. Like, please let go of family thoughts. Please let go of your judgments. Please let go of the, what your what society will think and give the gift that you're meant to give to the world. And you're like, yeah, okay, maybe I'll start to paint today, Pluto. And you're painting and he's just loving you. Right, he's loving it. What it's doing for him is it's actually like feeding him. That sounds weird. Um, it's lighting him up. So your, your most authentic, truest gift is gifting him, right? So it's now gifting him. You being in what you think is uh, unacceptable, right? But it's true to you, it's true to you. You being true, whatever the hell it is, despite your judgment of it, you being true and you're in this and you're, you're painting these pictures and you're like, this is so scary, this is so scary. I'm in my like most shame-filled place and my family's gonna disown me, blah, 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 blah. And, but you're doing it anyways because he's loving you through it and he's giving you light and life and love, right? You're painting, you're like, oh my God, I'm so tired. And he's over here just like, oh, right? So <laughs> that's the gift back to him, right? And then it turns into this whole, now this is, tan, tan, this is a part of the aspect of Tantra, right? We can just feel that whole gifting, gifting, he's gifting, you're gifting, he's gifting, you're gifting, he's gifting, you're gifting. Um, Wow, that was a good way to just dive right into the divine masculine, um, the dark masculine. <laughs> I usually like to give us a little more time as a warm-up at the start, um, but I think doing inner circle with Pluto this morning just sort of took us right in. Um, so uh, it was so beautiful that so many of you in the Facebook group asked questions around the dark masculine. Um, and for those of you who have not watched part one, who cares? Like watch this, keep watching, keep hanging out, keep listening to this one. You can watch part one later. Um, doesn't matter. Part one was more of massaging us into the dark masculine. Um, and this is, this is more of, let's just go into it. Um, let's, let's dive into it. Let's, let's, let's go in. Um, so that's kind of talking about the gift, the gifts of this aspect of the masculine. Now, we also need to talk about what that kicks up for us, what it kicks up for us, because we have so many protections around these places within, right? Because let's go back to the painter. Um, I, I am protecting that place because it is my scariest place to go. It, one, it's scary for me to be creative and put my work in the world. Two, it's scary to paint two women naked together. And this is, again, this is just a crazy example. Three, I might lose my family. It's taking me to my deepest fears. It's taking me to my deepest, scariest, most truth-filled places and most judged places. So the places that I judge the most, I protect the most. The places that I think I will lose because of, I will lose love, I will lose acceptance because of, I protect fiercely and ferociously. So I have lots of armoring around these places. I have lots of um, protection mechanisms. I have lots of armoring around these places. I can fool myself into anything. 
I can trick myself into anything. We've done lots of podcasts and talks on this in the past around when we get to these places. Now, Pluto is a take no prisoners, right? If you're going to stand up here in fluffy la-la space going like, no, it's my sole purpose to, um, to mow lawn, right? When you're really like the painter, right? It's, it's, he's, he's, it's a no, it's take no prisoners energy, like a dark goddess. And it's, it's fierce. It's ferocious. And that can trigger the crap out of us, can trigger the crap out of us, right? Um, and we will do all sorts of wild, witchy, shitty, nasty things to protect this place. My God, I hope this is making sense. This is so tough to talk about sometimes because even talking about it will kick up triggers, right? It will kick up protections in you or anybody listening to this. It will kick that up and, and then we'll go into possibly storytelling um, around, well, even hearing the word dark masculine, dark masculine, I'm just instantly going to flip into there are no gifts in the dark masculine. He's abusive. He's a rapist. He's the one who's bombing the world. He's a power control, money hungry, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's distorted dark masculine. That's distorted as shit. That's not what I'm talking about. That is not what I'm talking about. Is that prominent in our society? Yeah, it is. That's why this space and this energy is so hard for us to get to the purity of it. That's why it's hard. It's not easy. So I don't want to sit here and pretend to you like, Every man walking down the street has got a good, clean, clear, beautiful, dark, masculine, plutonian, gifting, divine, light-filled, heart-connected energy. He doesn't. We just need to be real about that. Maybe in 200 years from now, we'll have that, right? And the majority of men walking down the street, or even women, right? Like, this isn't man or woman dependent. This is simply masculine, feminine dependent. So we've all got all of these same parts. Um, so this is one of the most distorted places in, in our society, in the masculine, in men. Um, I'm just going to keep using man, woman as, because it makes it simple to talk about, um, but replace those words in your, in your own mind or in the way that it feels for you. Um, so, <clears throat> but that being said, doesn't mean that we just avoid it. Does that make sense? Far out. This is so hard to talk about. Um, okay. So this is the cutting edge of human evolution. We know that, right? Do we know that? We should know that. This is the cutting edge of human evolution. This one, women coming into our fullness, right? Women starting to own all parts of self, right? All parts of self. And then men coming into their fullness, owning all parts of self in a clean, clear, pure way. Right. To me, this is, this is what's on offer. This is, as Andrew Harvey would call this, um, he's not the only one, but he would call it the divinization of human, the divinization of humanity, right? And so it's bringing in the divine light, the heart-connected light, to even the, what are considered the nastiest, ugliest, most horrible, power-controlling, money-hungry, ickiest, most distorted places within self. Um, 
Lucky for me, I seem to have signed up to do some of that work in this world. Um, I keep asking myself like, why can't I just dance in Venus or Aphrodite all the time? Like, why don't I just get to bring Shiva into workshops and podcasts? Um, doesn't really seem like that lights my fire. So here's Pluto. Um, by the way, Pluto is in my house of career. So if you look on your astrology chart, which you can get a free chart on astro.com, and you look, you can find where Pluto is. So where does this energy show up in your life? Um, but, <laughs> but to me, it's there is such gifts, there's such juice, there's such potency in these places. And what we've done is instead of expressing them in a distorted form, right? So it's, and, and this is what I'm watching in the masculine, in a lot of men and what our society is telling them to do. So instead of you expressing Pluto energy in a distorted form, which would be like wars and rape, whatever, all that shit, um, instead of expressing it in a distorted form, we're asking you to shut it down. That's what we're doing. Like, that's what we're asking. It was like what was done to us as women when we weren't understood as witches. And that part of us wasn't accepted in society. And it was probably being expressed in some distorted forms, right? So I know witches today who express that energy in a distorted form, like going out and casting freaking spells on people, like nasty spells. That is distorted, dark, nasty, feminine. That's, that's distorted. You're distorted. You're, it's not in the highest good. You've not brought light to that part. You're expressing it. You're, it's open, but it's distorted expression of it. And so what society asked us to do, this is hard to talk about, and I might piss a lot of women off in this. I'm not saying that every witch was bad. I'm not saying that, right? It's just like not every man is bad right now. But what was happening was instead of being asked to clean and clear and purify our witch lines, right? Our, that's part of the dark feminine. That's part of the dark goddess. That's part of the gifts within. So instead of asking us to divinize that, heart align it, clear the line, open the line, and share our magic with the world, because there's a lot of gifts in the medicine woman witch. A lot of gifts. They're beautiful. The world needs it. It's what's going to save Mother Earth, right? And also our health and a lot of other things. Sorry. I'm getting distracted. I love medicine woman, obviously. So instead of us being asked to, okay, let's, let's purify that. Like, heck yeah, that's a beautiful aspect of the feminine. Let's heal it. Let's purify it. Let's enlighten it. Let's divinize it. It was, no, 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 no. We're going to kill you for it. So you better lock it down. You better repress it. You better put it on lockdown, lock it down, repress it, get rid of it. Um, you need to bury that. So we did. That's what we did. Otherwise we would have gotten killed right? Or kicked out of our communities, ostracized, our children were taken, right? The witch wound. So we locked it down. For generations, for many of us, not all of us, but for many of us, that woman's magic has been locked down. It's been hidden. It's been repressed. It's been locked down because society deemed it bad and we didn't, we weren't asked to divinize it, right? 
bring the light to it, clean it out. So it's not distorted expression, it's divine expression of it. So now that's what I'm seeing in the masculine. We're seeing it in our societies. I see it in the boardrooms, right? When I was in corporate, I saw it in corporate. I see it in the men and women's workshops. I see it in the one-on-one -on -one sessions that I do with men. Is that instead of us asking them, okay, hey, this dark masculine energy that you've got, there are gifts in this thing, which I talked about in the whole first half. And there's a, I could talk for 10 days on the gifts of the dark masculine. There are things that the dark masculine can only bring to the earth, just like there are things that the witch can only bring to this earth, right? To humanity. So, but instead of us saying, all right, let's divinize this. Let's bring light to it. Let's bring you out of the distortion of it and let's heart align it. Let's light it up. Let's get rid of the rubble. We're actually asking men to shut it down. We're asking them to repress their power. We are asking that society as a whole is asking them to put it on lockdown. Hey, you know all that like sexual potency, all that power you've got? Yeah, 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 stuff that down. Lock it down. What? What? That's like us being told to lock down our intuition. We get sick, bad things happen. Right? It's not healthy. We start to turn in and eat ourselves alive when we lock down our feminine power, potency, magic, gifts. This is what, prostate cancer? Where do you think prostate cancer is coming from? Right? Like why are they getting, because they are locking it down. It's on lockdown. That sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Now I'm, So when I talk about emasculating men, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, um, is that, is we're asking them, like we're telling them that your innate wiring is no good. It's no, not, not all of us are doing this, right? I'm talking about this collectively. Like I know that there are so many men and women who are doing this work um, in this world and who are like, please, we need you in your power. Like, we need the fullness of you. I, I need your sexual potency. I need, we need that. I need that. I need, like in my man, I, I need that. I need, because what it does is it unlocks things in me that you gift me. Remember the gift of the artist over here? Like, hey, I'm so scared. I need Pluto. I need that. I need your penetration. I need you to demand my truth. I need you to gift me with that. Our society needs that. Um, oh, man. Um, and again, just really want to reiterate that I hold Pluto in me. You do. It's just to what degree are we open to these aspects, right? We have all of the masculine, all of the feminine aspects open to us. Um, it runs through our, our world and self. There are archetypal energies that are outside of us and within us. You can see them running through countries, through cultures, through people, through each other. Um, and so I also just want to, for a moment, transcend this man-woman thing. I've... I've, I've 
for a moment, right? And then we can fall back from the graces and back into man and men and women and, and sexes and all that stuff. But to just for a second transcend that and to go, <laughs> you know what? Asking culturally to lock that down, I'm actually having to lock that down in myself. Um, because if collectively I'm asking to lock that down, I'm actually repressing my Pluto energy, my ability to see my truth, my ability to hold myself in a non-judgmental place, right? My ability to hold, to go into my most shameful, most judged places, um, I'm locking that down. Uh, and so what happens is I just keep my most shameful places on lockdown, hidden, um, because I'm not saying yes to the light coming in to penetrate those, those places. Um, so to me, that's an aspect of the dark masculine um, that we really needed to explore. Um, felt like <laughs> probably one of the, the biggest things that we could talk about here in part two um, there's a lot of questions that were asked and, and all of your questions um, help to form this conversation, um, help to co-create this conversation. So I'm so grateful for those of you who chimed in on the Facebook um, group page to talk about that. Um, I've, asked, <laughs> I've asked Stav to do a, um, a dark masculine episode with me, a podcast. Um, so he won't do a live. He has... Um, he's pretty adamant about not doing a live stream or getting on camera. He's very funny about that. He did a podcast with me, um, and you can go search for it. I think it's called like Men's Sexual Healing. So I've asked Stab to do it, and we'll do a podcast. Um, and he always has this beautiful way of like bringing it to earth. He's a Virgo. It's beautiful because he'll bring it to the physical. And so I think in that episode, which hopefully will be next week. Um, he's coming up today, so I think we're gonna um, possibly record um, that for next week. And just to talk to him, right? He's been on this journey with me for almost five, four and, four and a bit years. Um, and has, he does the men and women's workshops with me. Um, obviously he's explored all of these archetypal energies, so he knows them quite well. <laughs> um, but also has this really great ability to like bring me back to the planet sometimes. And, and part of what he loves to do is to bring it into the physical world. Okay, Sabrina, that's great. It's great that you're off the planet. It's great that you're bringing in this energy and this, uh, this esoteric way of talking about things, but what does that mean in real life, right? And that's where a lot of those questions that came in came from is, okay, how does this relate to me in real life? How can I make this tangible with my partner? Um, how is this tangible? What do we do tangibly? Um, and so I want to save those questions for when Stav um, is, is on the podcast. And that'll only be on our website and on iTunes, simply because I can't get him on a live stream yet. <laughs> but fair enough, that's how he wants to do it. Um, so totally honor that and respect that. Um, dark masculine. Um, I'll just leave you with this. So... Oh, thanks, Sharon. Oh, Sharon, sister, woman. Oh my God, um, you gave us the best, <clears throat> most amazing um, inspiration today. Just want to give you a huge shout out. That was 
freaking awesome. Sharon suggested to do how we did the five faces of the feminine um, online program to do the five faces of the masculine. And I love it, woman. I absolutely love it. Um, so that really sang to my heart. So super huge gratitude for that. Um, what I'll leave you with in this, um, in this episode around the dark masculine, or maybe just a few tips, um, some tangible things we can do to get into the masculine. Um, one thing is understanding that they are wired differently. So now I'm going to get to practical stuff. Understanding that they are neurologically wired very differently than us in women, women's bodies, right? Um, so I know we talk masculine and feminine, but also honoring our physicality, our physical wiring. Their brains are wired differently. Their bodies are wired differently, right? We have a yoni. We have a womb. There's particular magic, juice, potency in our yoni, in our womb. They have a cock, right? There's particular magic in theirs, and it's different. But just because it's different doesn't mean that we don't get to understand it. So a lot of times, um, Alison Armstrong's work, there's another um, good reference. Alison Armstrong's work is around us women thinking that men are just hairy women. Uh, and, and she's beautiful. She talks um, a lot about the differences, how men are just some of the, the deep wiring that makes a, a person in a man's body different to a person in a woman's body. And now I know that we could go into lots of questions about sex changes and all that stuff. I just need to keep it simple. I'm just keeping it simple. Um, uh, but totally honoring all of that, totally honoring the transcending of the masculine and feminine body. But again, you asked me to bring it back to the planet, so I'm bringing it down here for y'all. Y'all, yeah, there's my sweet redneck accent coming out. Um, so I like Alison Armstrong's some of her work around explaining the differences between men and women. There's also uh, books called The Male Brain and The Female Brain. Those were written by a doctor. can't remember her name. If anybody knows it, uh, maybe just post a comment on that. But, oh, another really good resource is John Wineland's video, What Men Crave. It's YouTube. It's free. Um, watch it. It's What Men Crave. Um, and even if it's not men that you're interested in understanding, just the masculine, right? It will help. So for us, instead of saying, thinking, feeling, believing, oh, you're, you're wired just like me, let, it's, it's actually let me understand how you are wired. So if you've got children, this is really important. I mean, it's important for all of us. Um, I remember when I was reading Alison Armstrong's book a um, long time ago, it was, oh my God, I've emasculated my father. And I didn't even know it. Every time I cut him off, because they think differently. So a person standing strongly in their masculine energy, doesn't have to be a man, but a person standing strongly in their masculine energy, they're not, right? Like they don't bounce around. They don't have this like diffuse awareness where they can just bounce around all over the place. Conversation here, conversation here. Let's connect over here, da, 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 right? Someone in their masculine energy is like, give me one thing to focus on. And I want to focus very deeply on it. So when you ask them a question, they go to a different place and they take a lot longer to answer than we do as, as wired femininely. So I used to emasculate my father simply by cutting him off in his long pauses, 
right? So I'm talking to my dad on the phone and he's in a long pause. I am my feminine, I'm getting uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable, he's pausing for a really long time. Let me save him, right? So I dive in, ask him another question. Hey, bleh, or tell him something or because that's how I'm used to connect. That's how I'm wired as feminine in my feminine in this body. And so that simple, tiny little practice of pausing, being in the uncomfortable pause while my dad thinks or feels deeper. So now what happens is I'm, I'm fine in the pause. Let him think, let him go. He will bring out these gems of wisdom or love or gifts from the masculine that my father never gave out because I didn't allow him to get to it. Right? So I emasculated the shit out of him, not even knowing. How the heck was I supposed to know that diving in and not, not being comfortable in a longer pause was screwing up my dad, right? And, and it was, do you see what that does to him? So he's, he's going in to get the answer, right? Because he genuinely loves me, wants to help me, wants to hold, right? Like that makes masculine feel good. They, they want to provide a protect, like they want to, it makes them feel good. He's going in to get it. Right? Like, yeah, I get to help my daughter. She's asked me for some advice. I'd love, he's going in to get it. And then I go, oh, it's taking too long. Blah. And I pull him out. Right? I had no idea. So it's, I know that that's super simple. Um, that's just one way that we emasculate men. And I know that that question was asked. Um, I forget who asked that, but thank you for asking that question. Um, so any person standing in their masculine, give them time. John Wyland will talk about this. He's like, my nervous system is on overload when the feminine is doing that. It's overload. Do you feel how I've shifted the way that I talk, right? This is more of the pace. Yeah, it's different. It's not better or worse. It's different. So how empowering is it now as, as me, or as you, or as a woman, to understand that about my father, my partner, the men I work with, the boys I'm raising, right? That's just that they are wired differently. Those are the things that we can start to understand. Um, so I would suggest those references as some of the surface level stuff. We'll, we'll bomb staff, right? Like I'm gonna, we're gonna, in a very honoring of his masculine way, <laughs> not to overload his nervous system and to give him a lot of time to think and get the answers for us, but we're gonna bomb him. So I'm gonna ask him a lot of these questions that will hopefully um, help to bring out just some more about that, um, the differences and how we can start to hold space for the differences um, and also educating them so on how the feminine is like I'm sorry like not I'm sorry it's just a I'm not wired the same way that you are I changed every five minutes like the weather um, some of the men and women who were in the last men and women's rewilding workshop like it like we have a completely different way of talking to each other now because we understand that we're different, right? And so um, 
uh, Melissa, I hope this is okay to share. I'm sure it is. Um, she, her and her husband, her husband comes in from work. He comes home and he goes, okay, where are we been? Right? Because we talk about the full spectrum of the feminine, like the full, the fullness of the feminine. Where, where, where are we at? Like different ways of communicating to each other, different ways of relating to each other. Um, hopefully this online, like, I think we should really put together an online program um, for men and women uh, where we just something to give us a tool and we get that question a lot where can the men go what's a tool for the men um, and i don't have good ones to send you to i've given you some um, i think we just need to make one um, to help so i hope that that helps with some of the tangible aspects of it um, this energy that we're standing in take away the masculine feminine of it you can take away the, the dark masculine, all the connotations, because it brings up a lot of stuff for us. So that's another aspect of this work is us as women working through our fear of the masculine. That, there is no way around that. Um, our fear of the masculine. Alison Armstrong will talk about it and she will say, as the feminine, we are just always afraid of you. You are bigger, you are stronger, you have done some nasty shit to us. Um, we carry this very deep, deep fear, whether we are aware of it or not, conscious of it or not, uh, whether there's been things in this life that have led to that or not, um, it's, 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 in, it's like deeply embedded in our cellular memory. Um, and so we have to look at that. Um, and it's not that we always have to live from that place, we, do, we don't, um, but, to, but to look at that square in the eye, to be able to do the work to get us to the depths of that. Where is your trust around the masculine, right? Like now, now it's really getting serious about self. Where, how deeply do you trust the masculine, right? So if this is the fullness of the feminine, it's also the fullness of the masculine. What parts do you trust in him? Like, I trust your nice guy. So you're only trusting him when he's in this expression of himself. Because when you get in here, it triggers off a memory of sexual abuse or it triggers off a um, my father and him abandoning me or being a jerk or it triggers off societal stuff or a past right so it's it's also us going okay I'm asking to fully express myself and I'm asking you to trust me and hold me and love me in that well I better shine the light back on myself how much do I trust the masculine in the different faces Right, so when I go into the different faces of the masculine, what parts do I shut down to? Where do I close my heart? And that's another practice to feel is when we close self, heart, body, can I just breathe past that a little bit? Okay, I've stayed open. Okay, I've stayed, stayed in a bit more of an open state. Um, and then feel it again. Okay, let me breathe the body open. Let me move my body open. These are such simple, simple practices. So it's this awareness, continually breathing the heart open, doing some of the deep work, right? Like rewilding work, um, beyond rewilding, whatever. It doesn't have to be rewilding work, but some of the deep primal stuff, um, the deep stuff. Get into the deep, get into the guts, get into the hidden. Um, some of that, whatever takes you in there, right? Some shamanic practices, primal practices can take you in there, archetypal practices, all of the rewilding practices do, whether you're in a live workshop with us or you're doing it online, that's what we do. It's all the practices to 
to get in um, beyond where this left brain mental realm kind of keeps us. Um, so those are kind of my tips for working with this stuff right now. It's just getting to the truth of self. Part of this dark masculine stuff and astrologically what's going on, get to the truth. What is your truth? Your truth, right? Your, your truth. Where is your fire at? Where is your passion at? The truth behind the fear, behind the judgment, like beyond the, the fear, beyond the judgment, that truth. Li living that truth, right? If we don't live that truth, we're going to get sick or we're going to be living these lives that aren't our lives, right? You'd be on your deathbed going like, I've, I did this whole thing wrong. I did this whole thing in accordance to what my parents believed I should have done. Wow, that, that sucked. Like, I'm going to need another go around because I made some really crappy choices out of fear, right? Am I choosing out of fear or am I choosing out of love? Um, and the more that we work with these deep parts, the more the fear goes. That's the rubble, right? That's the rubble that is unconsciously creating life for us. Um, so working in there, like that's the gift right now is to get into where we are unconsciously sabotaging or creating weird crap in our lives. Um, that's the gift of rewilding. That's why we do, that's why I do this. That's why we do this. Um, is to de-rubble that stuff, open up the lines. Um, so if you're called to do more of this work, do it. Like, join up, come to Inner Circle. Join us in Inner Circle. Try it out for a month. If you don't like it, leave. Um, you can leave at any time. Come to a live event. Um, do the practices, and if it's not rewilding, find something. Find something that you resonate with. Find a teacher, find a circle. Find, find something that'll take you in to some of those hidden, unconscious realms um, yeah yeah it's the time is so ripe given the astrology and, and we're kind of being taken there um, sometimes we're going kicking and screaming as unconscious as we possibly can and we're just fighting 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 running like why is my world why is my world being flipped upside down <laughs> well because we're in the energy whether we're consciously working with it or not so that's my invitation is to consciously uh, work with it and, and to work with it in a way of, of this is why of work with it in a way of love love and light filled like the divinization of all of myself the opening the awakening the divinization of all those parts of me even the scariest bits even the most hidden bits even the the ones I judge the deepest um, and that's, that, imagine living life where you're not judging. You're, that, the, the inner critic is quieter and quieter and less and less. It's not a judgment of that part of self. It's like, yeah, that's, that's just my truth. This is who I am. That's, that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I love. Um, this is who I am. And if, if you, you don't like it, I still love me. I don't need your acceptance. I don't need... I don't need that um, because the love is so great and so deep in me that I no longer have to conform or put on a mask to feel loved. I like love arises from within and just flows out of me. Um, and that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, all right. Whew. I have huge love, speaking of love, I have huge love for our circle, huge love for 
Um, those who join us on the lives, those who watch later on the lives, huge love for the comments that come in and the questions and the suggestions. Um, we love them. Don't stop. Um, we read everything. I read everything, even though I don't make comments on everything. I seriously read every. I know. I know. I know. Um, uh, what else did I want to say? We'll do part three. Um, so we'll do part three. Um, with Stav. I don't know if there's going to be a part four. I think part three might be the end of the series, but I have no idea. Um, yeah, and hopefully we'll have that out next week, but it will be a podcast, so no live stream next week. We've got Mystery School um, coming up here in Australia. That's a five-day really wild ride. Um, so no live stream next week, but possibly a podcast to be published on iTunes. Um, Astrology Report comes out in, I think, two days it'll come out. So make sure you're subscribed to the newsletter. If you're not subscribed to the newsletter, um, you can do so at the website, rewildingforwomen.com. It's, um, it's only shared there. So it's our gift to our subscribers. It's our way of saying, like, love you, thank you. Um, we don't share it on the blog. We don't share it anywhere else um, other than just to our subscribers via newsletter. So make sure you're there. We'll talk more about the astrology, Pluto, this energy. It's like an eclipse. So Pluto is meeting up with Black Moon, and it's like this eclipse, like we're building up to this like glorious eclipse. And eclipse is all about revealing the hidden, right? So bringing out that which is hidden from both the divine from both the dark masculine and the dark feminine aspect. It's freaking glorious. Um, very transformative, very potent, very wild. If you want to work with the energies, inner circle is where we're doing that. So if you join today, you actually get April's and May's where we absolutely work in four different ways, four different workshops with that particular energy. So the particular energy of this bringing the light into the dark. That was actually last this April's workshop title. Um, and then we work with Pluto specifically in May's archetypal workshop. So if if this theme brings up a lot of stuff for you, um, join it, join Inner Circle. And if you do it before May, you get um, you get both. You'll get both. Um, so okay, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you all so much for co-creating this with me. All right. See you next time.